episode number 214 of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Debbie Gregg and myself, Kyle Gregg. You bribed me with beer. <laughs> bribed and you I'm with, still waiting on still it. Still waiting for it. You've got, uh, you've got, what's in here? Diluting juice. Diluting juice, rock and roll, eh? Gone from avocado margaritas to diluting juice. Oh, now I miss them back. so much, everyone. They were the best. On now that we're back uh, in, in sunny Scotland, eh? But, uh, well, you're probably wondering why uh, my wife is is the the co-host. We we've had the unfortunate. <laughs> <name mates. laughs> I've got name mates. Tom's uh, stood me up for a, a works meeting. At, uh, I don't know, seven o'clock or something. I don't know who he's speaking to, but uh, but anyway, he's he's not able to to make it tonight, and Lu- Lewis is uh, unfortunately under the weather. So, um, my my darling wife has come on the show to keep me company because. I tell you what, I'm not doing a show myself, that's for sure. That would be an absolute disaster more than it already is. So, um, st- hopefully stop him ho- Hopefully. So this is going to be a short one, but be. in amidst this short episode, I and, and Tartan Running Shorts have managed to accumulate not just Debbie as a guest, uh, although she's a co-host, but another three uh, interviewees within this episode. None other than the reigning, or not reigning, but the, the current, the newly crowned uh, national cross-country champion, Alice Goodall, for the second time on the show. And also we spoke to the race directors of the Tallahassee Marathon, uh, which Debbie and I recently took part in a couple of weeks ago now. And I tell you what, boy, oh boy, I'm, I'm feeling the effects of the fatigue in my legs still, which is, uh, you know, the thought would have gone by now. But Yeah, we've it, never had this before. No, no, I, I, I don't know what it is, but I blame the the walking in the Disney parks and ten. What what was it like? Grandma had her step count on, and she was she was you know she was walking about ten to twelve miles a day, and you know she's double our age almost. Well, not almost. She's not quite double her age. She doesn't listen. She doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't. <laughs> Trust me, she, she doesn't. Definitely doesn't listen to this. That's for sure. Um. So uh, yeah. So. What I thought would, would be quite good is to, you know, obviously have our, our interviewees on and talk about the National Cross Country Championships, even though we weren't there. Tom was there, but uh, I'm sure he'll update us on how it all went uh, in the next show. But let's talk about Tallahassee. Um, you know, this Debbie's had a few mentions. You have been on the show with me in the past, many years ago. Um, and... Uh, and, and most of the listeners will probably know who Debbie is. But Debbie's a, a professional triathlete and she, she dabbles in, in a bit of running, uh, a bit of cycling and a bit of swimming. The running's <laughs> puts, the necessary evil. P- puts them all together and, uh, hey presto, that's where your, your talent lies. So, I mean, yeah, tell tell the listeners where, you know, just, and I know you're a co-host, but how did you get into not just running, but, you know, you, you, you came, we met as in, in a swimming teaching course. That's how the fire, the fire. The fire was it. not lit then. No, <laughs> no, no, it was wasn't. about 10 years of friends-ish first. Um, hi, everyone. Uh, I, I started as a swimmer, swam all my life, 24-ish hours a week in the pool, four hours on land, school on top of that. Then didn't make commies in 2006, all my friends did. Um. <laughs> And so, <laughs> retired at 18. Retired at 18, um, as you do. Did nothing at uni but party. But I did go to the gym to fit into the little black dresses in the clubs. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thanks for coming on the show. That's <laughs> why <laughs> I'm teaching course to get money to pay for said clubbing. <laughs> where I'm at, Kyle. Um, and then... I, I, just, I just did it to survive, <laughs> And then when I was in the, the graduate world, uh, I, I missed competition, um, fitness, all that stuff. Uh, took up running and I asked my friend Kyle Gregg for some running advice. And here we are. Here we are. Um, Two kids later. And, uh, a couple of years in, well, about 2015, you were like, are you not a swimmer? I think you should buy a bike. <laughs> so bought a bike and that's probably was my strongest one, wasn't yeah, it? That was my Scottish did. record. So... Now, I guess I'm classed as a professional. I was, uh, well, I don't, don't, I've won lots of national titles and got top 10 at Challenge Roth, which was dubbed... The, uh, the, the 
Yeah, Europe's greatest field, field or yeah. something. So that's cool. But yeah, I'm. Uh, I feel like a fraud being on here because I'm. I don't feel like a runner, but I know. I should, yeah. You, and and I think we can justify that by you coming. You know, top recently. You know, podium that. Tallahassee, you've won it. You've come yeah. second, and well, twice now. Yeah, we've completed so. it because you came third this year. Yeah. No, I got. Um, I think running. I will say is with us having two kids of that age where they're not in school yet and they don't nap is so tough and it's just not sustainable for me to train for Ironman at that level um and I find running is so much more what would you say more bang for your buck you don't have to do it as much I mean triathlon Ironman I mean when you were at your peak you were training I mean you were getting up the, the good thing about you is you, you get up really early yeah. Before the kids get up and, and me even yeah. uh you know you get up at like five to go in the garage like you know I, I can't think of anything worse than going in that. I love that the Kardashians. You know, whatever you whatever gets you to to the end I suppose um we've got a treadmill you've got the turbo it's you've got a pool nearby although the timetables another reason to go into running a bit more yeah mm-hmm. it's a shame but you don't have to do as much training but I think for you like you've. You, you, I think your cycling does help your running. Um, and I think, you know, we talked about Tallahassee last year. You did a, a big block of cycling, hardly any running, but you got a PB. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this year you've, you've done a lot more running, less cycling. You've hardly done any cycling, not really any swimming. Um, and <laughs> I caught myself in trying. <laughs> it's a traffic, no? <laughs> And then I wonder why I'm not winning the pro, pro triathlon today. <laughs> God. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, wait, ta- was this in round two or round one that I talked about the injury last year? I think it, we've already recorded some of this, and Kyle messed up because it's Kyle. So this is round two. I put the wrong on, uh, microphone on, so it was a bit muffled. But I was so saying that a lesson there. learned after the recap of it. That's where it was round one. Yeah. The recap of the uh, Tala, although it's Tally, they call it. That's Tala, their nickname. Don't confuse the, the listeners here. They uh. Yeah, we were saying that rest is probably better. Last year I was injured. It turns out I've got a bulging disc. I've still got it despite some injections in my back just from after effects of bearing children and childbirth and all that stuff. Um, and so I was out uh, uh, about, a, about a year and a half. It's been really, really bad, but it's been bad since Logan came along. So that's four and a half years. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got, yeah, I got an injection to shrink the bone what did I get anyway release the nerve because it was trapped but last year I didn't have anything done I was just powering through the pain and didn't run at all until the adrenaline kicked in on race day along with the bouncy shoes bouncy shoes everyone's raining on about so I uh I did manage well PB for me on that day Mm -hmm. whereas this time round I was running before because I got the injection just before I um left which was maybe a stupid decision but um, but we were walking, as you said, like eight, ten, whatever it was, miles a day in the park, and sneaking in a little half an hour run in the morning beforehand just to train for talent. And that was maybe too much, I think, probably in hindsight. Like maybe I mean, it's it better to go into a race over rested than than what we did. Jeez, oh, it's excuse bingo right here. <laughs> oh, I've got more. So it was 100% humidity. High 20s. It was hilly as F. It's okay. What else do you want? It was quite bingo. lonely at times. You did excuse bingo. They ran out of water. I didn't get enough gels. I dropped my caffeine gel. What else do you want? It's something with the tick board here, but uh, I mean. Margarita. Margarita. That's it. Margarita is an excuse. We are well aware of the, the excuse bingo game, and, and Debbie certainly is. And, but, I mean, you, you had, well, I'll say, you know, a bit of negativity in your... your, your, uh, your no, I'm meaning it as a positive, as in, like... No, but what I'm saying is you, you still had a good race. You know, you came... You, okay, it wasn't your your best time, but you came second. You, your yeah, time on that on a faster day... On, not a faster day, it doesn't make sense. Uh, on a, a day where the conditions are better you've got a flat course hopefully something like london you're you're, you're pb shape you know you're in pb form obviously you're you know and that's for you that's your next aim is yeah, to try and so. pb yeah um but uh i mean 
talk about your like talk about how your race unfolded. I mean, you know, usually you you, you go out like a a, a bat out of hell in the first. Anyone who knows me knows I like to fly and die. <laughs> fly and die. Get cocky for like a mile, and then, <laughs> get, get, get then I get in a bad place. <laughs> get back to your own position. Stop running next to me. Uh, so you you went off like you know the the good thing about Tallahassee, you know some of these American marathons. They're just so patriotic and, you know, you get the national anthem, yeah. a runner is singing the national anthem and then they're about to do the, the marathon. I think it's brilliant. It's, it's great to, to hear. And So you went off like a... a, 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 a no, I, I thought it was okay. It's slightly downhill the first mile and it yeah. was like a, like a, so like a 6.10 or something then, yeah. and then there was a couple of 6.0s but the girl who was ahead, who eventually won it, she must have been at 5.40s, maybe quicker. Sure, she was miles same. ahead. The same pace as I was. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I've already said that by the way. I was slowly catching her, um, and but I didn't. I wanted to bide my time, bide as you time. say, right. and uh, I finally got her about halfway, and she was able to talk to me, which is weird because I thought she would be broken. What did she say to you? Um, hey, <laughs> <laughs> want to work together? Want to work together? Don't you love this race? <laughs> Why? I love life. That kind of positive. <laughs> no one talked to me at all during the race. Like, you know, the, the only time someone talked to me was when I was about to go the wrong way. Go left. I was like, oh, right, I went sorry. the wrong way, but only for about 10 seconds. Excuse me, go left. Oh, yeah, add that. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, no, uh, she was really nice. Really nice. We yeah. were like waving and high fiving at we, the turnaround. Interesting fact uh, 250 miles after the race, she was in the same. Uh, oh, Dairy Queen! <laughs> she was having a. a, a of all the Dairy Queens and all the highways, <laughs> she chose our one. So, this is she is like rubbing it in her face. Like having we a, had like triple pounders. <laughs> what, what is that what you call I, it? I don't know. But she, no, she quarter pounder. God knows. But, uh, she like, had a little dinky anyway, lizard. Let's uh, let's get back to the to the to the job there. So oh, you you ended up um she she kind of slowed down, but you slowed down more, and you didn't really catch it. Is that what happened? Uh, d- yeah, I yeah. lost my. So fight. you got to like because so I've obviously finished. <laughs> just uh, just a uh, spoiler alert. I this time he beat me. <laughs> I have beaten him once before. Well, can't remember. I was going to say the last marathon, but no, it wasn't. Was it? it was that was Salzburg? I yeah. yeah. Um, so you just, that was like, ease it in, and you're like, I don't know what you said. Oh, yes. Already I'm. done. <laughs> Whereas for me. Mission accomplished. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got 2.56, uh, your second quickest time on a day that had 100% humidity, 22 degrees Celsius at 7 in the morning. It wasn't a day for fast times, um, but, you know, a great performance. That but, me, yeah, I, I don't want to put, it, it was, I love that race. I love that you finish in the, in the college um, like drinking streets and yeah. everyone does it. People are having drinks at like half nine, aren't they? You know, just in their next to, well, they're not dorms as such, but their gardens. But no one has an excuse bingo at the start line. I know I'm sounding yeah. like a complete hypocrite, but everyone's like, what are you aiming for? What are you yeah. aiming for? <laughs> I love that so <laughs> much. Good. I mean, the other thing about the race is the half marathon and the marathon started off at the same time. So, and when the gun goes, you don't really know what position you are but what I knew was the, the there was a I think he was a maybe a, an East African lad um I, he, I don't know if he's local or um he came came across for the race but he uh, he went off like an absolute weapon uh he, he was like 440 for the first mile I thought god I hope he's doing the the half uh but I, I kind of knew he was but the, yeah that's that, that I was like there was a guy ahead of me and I was like <laughs> I don't you don't get this in Scotland, but um, this guy had no top on. Like, he was just going taps half like. <laughs> he had a pair of wee shorts on. I thought they were football shorts. I didn't even know if he was... I was like, he's definitely not doing the marathon. He might not even be doing the half marathon. You know some of these footballers <laughs> who just decide to, to do, like, a wee glory two-miler. Uh, so I was like, nah, he's definitely not doing the marathon. Because he went off like a welly. Like, didn't he? <laughs> a, a welly? A welly. A, a welly. A welly. <laughs> don't know if that's a saying, but... Do you know what's uh, awful about that? I've already used that in the previous audio recording, but... But you I didn't know. Once I was told that I faced like a melted welly. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's who I'm getting it from. Imagine melting a welly. <laughs> but yeah, let's maybe just cut that bit. I might just take this out. But the guy went off like a rocket. Like a welly. Well. Like a welly. Um, but I was like, 
So that so I'm I'm in like there's me thinking I'm in first place for the first ten k, because the the group behind me doing the marathon were just slowly catching me, and I was like, well, that's quite cool. I'm you know I'm leading the the Tallahassee marathon, but then I realised it felt for me I was going a bit too hot. Like I mean I didn't. One thing I'll say is, don't know if I've said it yet. So I said it in the previous <laughs> recording, but <laughs> I did, I I charged my Sunto. Uh, my my watch the day two days before the race, um, from uh Orlando, and I, I thought I charged it. You did it though. But I didn't. But I thought it was charging. No, but you didn't. And and then I was like, Debbie took my watch. She put it in the back. I was like, Did you take my charger? No, you didn't take no, my charger. Claimed you charged it. Two no, but it was charging. Why would I take the charger if you'd already well, charged it? You could have checked it, my percentage and thought, Oh, he's only got four percent, and that's not going to last him two and a half hours, is it? So anyway, she didn't take my watch. So I had to run naked as well. Remember, Big Gary so. forgot his watch and he ran by feel and went two fifty nine fifty nine or something. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Shout out to Gary. Yeah, Gary. We no, I think it was CO four. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I thought it was, it was the dream something. No, it was a Boston qualifier. That's oh, okay. I, I think. Uh, anyway, he forgot his. So name. I I ran with no watch on, no pace. Maybe it was a good thing that I didn't know what my pace was because it was bloody slow. Anyway. Uh, but so I'm, I'm running I get to halfway and a couple of guys go past me so there's me thinking well, I'm still in third place that's fine I, just to be just to, to be curious I, I asked somebody do you know what position I am and they said I was in fourth place I was like fourth so that means the guy who was running with no shirt on is actually doing the marathon <laughs> it's like he doesn't even got pockets no or anything for like <coughs> what a guy I mean maybe I should have done that but uh, you know he clearly knew what the conditions were so he ended up being the leader and he went like I say he was miles ahead but he started to really slow down in the last sort of few miles of the race and and there, I was in third by that point the guy in fourth caught me and then I was back in fourth uh, and then I saw the guy who was leading he was getting overtaken by the top three so it was only until the last mile of the race that I ended up I was able to, to to catch him. So the whole six miles of the race, or the last six miles of the race, I was just going for Bazoot to try and uh, get a you know a couple hundred bucks to pay for margaritas in, in Disney World. So uh yeah, it was it wasn't that wasn't the reason, but I wanted to get a podium anyway. But that's the difference in us. You've got a lot of fight in you, whereas I just keep ticking over and can't don't have that extra gear. So Debbie had to go at me because I was like a mess for a few days after. Ah, with Pinky promised that we were yeah. gonna we were gonna banter the whole road trip home. And you... <laughs> I was driving five hours the, the way there. I was, um, but I mean, I did walk the. You know, I did. Well, afterwards, we were walking ten miles a day. We're back to normal, like nothing yeah. happened. No, um, that's not true. We had the energy, but our the legs energy, were still but, a yeah, bit. Yeah, were a bit, bit sore, but it was it was good to recover doing doing that way. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it was definitely worth it. But hey, it was. It was good. I mean, PW for me almost. I mean, aside from my trail race, but uh, slow time. But it was it wasn't about times. It was never about times really when the conditions are like that. It was about the race. It was about racing. Hey, is this where you tell everyone that it would have been a two twenty? It would have been absolutely two twenty. <laughs> like I was definitely seventeen minutes uh, faster uh, if it was a good day. That that's for sure. So um, two thirty six high, I think it was for me. Which yeah, doesn't sound great, but I'm I'm happy with how. I executed it, um, and here's to some faster times in the near future, hopefully, from from both of us. Uh, so, yeah, that's really about it, I think, for the Tallahassee Marathon. That's about it. You gave them your life story. <laughs> do they but, normally ask for this? But, but what, what I want to do is uh, give the um, the race directors an opportunity to come on the show uh, for uh, 10, 10 minutes or so, just to talk about the race. Um, I think there's some real... Uh, you know nuances with the race um and and also just you know i think a lot of runners can in club clubs can take a lot from how they organize it so i've got a big shout out to the cheer stations i loved that competition it was well yeah you'll find out in the interview but they all spoil it well yeah i'm trying to without further ado here is the race directors fenton and bonnie bonnie Okay, so welcome, Bonnie and Felton Wright, the race directors of the Tallahassee Marathon. It's 
great to have you on the show. Um, you know, this is, I'm sure, as you, you know, this is, uh, we've been multiple guests at the, the Tallahassee Marathon. And uh, it's, I think, for both of us, it's one of our favourite events uh, of the calendar. Um, so, yeah, we thought, why not get the race directors on and hear about the race itself, you know, the history of it and, uh, you know, some of the, the, you know, some of the how it works and some of the tasks that you have to undergo to make it so successful. So, yeah, welcome, Bonnie and Felton, to Tartan Running Shorts podcast. And I understand as well as uh, you've got a history of being being a, a Scottish national as well, Bonnie, as well. So it's uh, great to hear. Is it your your grandmother? Who's Scottish? Uh, my grandmother immigrated from Scotland and my grandfather immigrated from England. Right. Okay. Brilliant. Brilliant. So, so what's, um, I suppose the question, one of the main questions I've got is kind of like how, you know, you've, you've been involved in the sport for no doubt a, a number of years. What, what was the, what is the history of the sport for you guys? Um, well, I ran in high school and college and have been running yep. ever since. So I've, you know, had the benefit of, I've probably run the marathon, the Tallahassee marathon 20 times or more and uh, oh, wow. won it a couple of times. And then um, yeah. as we got older, we got more involved in, in the, our local running club, which is a very large club. Yeah. Um, and the administration, we've directed a couple of races and then, We've been on the committee for this marathon for, where I have for five or six years. And then we had a race director, previous race director, three years ago had to move away from Tallahassee. So we kind of ended up with it. <laughs> <laughs> on the reins. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's amazing. And, and Bonnie, what about yourself? Have you been in the sport? I'm for... primarily a swimmer and I love okay. water swimming. Not enough to swim the channel, but you know, think about it as, as a great sport. And then yeah. when I felt I became more of a runner. All right, okay. Oh, this sounds similar. I was going to say. I yeah. did the sectionals in 2007 in Florida. I was um, at Pinecrest in Fort Lauderdale for okay. the summer, and then competed in the sectionals after that. So I'm I'm a swimmer first too, um, and then I took on running. Was it before or after I met? I think before I met you, Kyle, and then. Yeah, yeah. And then you coached me into marriage. In, into marriage and marathons as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The swimming pool. That's how we met. I was oh. a at the time and she was swimming. Oh, really? <laughs> that is, uh, it's exactly like us. Uh, yeah. uh, well, uh, well, no, it's, that's amazing. So, so the actual, you know, Tallahassee, the, the marathon itself, how many years has it been? been going on for then next well that's a good question we've been we've had it for 50 years but with covid we've lost a year so next yeah. year will be the 50th running of it that's, that's right. amazing yeah well done. that's amazing i'd say it just shows is that the oldest person tallahassee probably and it's it's one of the older marathons in the yeah the south of the southeast of the U.S. and probably most of the U.S. There, there are marathons that are older, but there are not many that have been continuous for that long. Now we've had many variations of the course over yeah. the. Oh, that was going to be my question. Has it always been that tough? <laughs> oh, it's oh, been. It's meant to be flat. <laughs> we, we've had it faster, and then we've had it. Um, it's been tougher. The, the problem is, as the race has grown, it, it hasn't always had the half marathon, and the half is really what's growing in this country. Um, right. But as it's grown, it's the course has had new obstacles in terms of how many people can you put on that trail that the marathon, it used to be just straight out that trail and back, but as it's grown, you can't have that many people out and back on a trail. And, oh, really? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it's not wide enough to have 1,600 people going out and coming back. Um, you know, there have been other, over the years, there's been construction projects and roads diverted. And, and so it's had to move for numerous reasons, yeah. and safety reasons mainly over the okay. years. I think one of the one of the questions um, I've got is our, our listener base is um, generally made up of club runners. Um, and you know you're part of the the club as well and um and and and, and 
I think what makes your Tallahassee Marathon so unique is the fact that it's a club organised event. Uh, from what I see, um, and, and and you're organising a big city marathon, which is is re- relatively unheard of in in Scotland. Uh, you know, no one wants to take that risk on. But um, you know, like I think it's hugely unique, and it's maybe something that club runners should either a get together in Scotland. Anyway, I'm I'm saying is is for them to get together and and try and organise something like this. It was a latest race, is it? There's there's all your college guys doing the relay and it was all the camaraderie and yeah. friends and people that looked like there was first timers and then there were people shooting for PRs. So Yeah. And and you know, you you'll see some of those runners when we were watching it just you know, someone getting cramped in the last 50 metres and just the roar of getting them over. I don't know if you remember that that lady that I thought was just it just made the, the yeah you got emotional yeah yeah there'd be tear in your eye but um yeah no I, I think that's hugely unique you know a club organizing a big city marathon like that um what's you know from your perspective and the club's perspective what's the you know has, has that always been the case and you know what's the reasoning behind that as well yeah our club we put on an, about 20 races 25 that we own um, but it's all volunteer, uh, with the exception of occasionally we'll hire, like for the marathon, a timing service. So yeah. there are no paid positions, um, which makes it a difficult to recruit the volunteers. I mean, we had to have um, 200 traffic people out on the course race day, all volunteer. Wow. Um, we have a committee that actually it's we're co-directors but it's really a committee where we have one person in charge of you know ordering t-shirts and taking care of that one person in charge of medals one person in charge of the permits you know uh, finish line crew somebody in charge of the food so we've got a larger committee of probably 12 key people where we've the responsibilities are broken down into smaller parts where somebody's in charge of just the expo or just the food or, you know, so it makes it yeah. a little bit more managed. We could never do it on just ourselves, with just ourselves without the community. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you can, you can clearly see, you know, just how big an event it, you know, the amount of support you do need for it to run the way it does, you know, even just the, you know, the aid stations, for example, you know, just recruiting the volunteers. And, you know, I think you've done something quite clever with that. You know, you've got some community groups involved and you've got a little competition. And, you know, I think, you know, just tell us a little bit about how that. Something you know. I've never seen before. I, lo- yeah. I loved it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so we, um, the water, what we call the water station or water aid station challenge, we inherited, but it's a great concept. Um, it's a way to recruit a group of people, uh, organizations we have, anything from um, fitness centers to moms run Tallahassee uh, joined us this year, you know, their little subset of Gulf Winds Track Club, Um, Black Girls Run, um, Tallahassee Board of Realtors, League of Women Voters, Uh, I can practically answer. Um, we do because it is a intensive co- contribution that they offer. We have a survey that's going to wrap up today that the runners vote on uh, about who their favorite water stop is, and then we award cash prizes to the charity of the choice of the winners. Um, that's and incredible. So yeah, that's amazing. It's been pretty successful. We have. Uh, a number of our water aid stations, uh, Rickards High School, a group of high school students in a club have come out multiple, multiple years. And, uh, probably we have about two new groups a year and the rest come out and uh, email us early and going like, we want to be there next year. And yeah. now, now we have a number of cheer stations. You might have uh, seen a couple along the, the route, you know, around mile four, mile 24. So yeah. just... Just different group, little groups. That different just, organizations. Yeah, different organizations that want to come out and just provide um, some excitement for the runners. Yeah. Even the unofficial cheerleaders, I recognize some from last time yeah. um, around the college area, and they just love it, don't they? Get their deck chairs out a couple of years. That's <laughs> yeah. a dream. Makes us jealous. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, you know, this, the, this year is that. that we've oh, got, sorry. You know, the other thing that's helped is 
we've we've got the city very involved because it's been sold as and, and it is an economic event for the city because about half of the people have addresses from different towns i mean 21 states six countries so we bring a we fill up a lot of hotel rooms in the area and plus the restaurants the bars all get you know business and this is a slow time of the year for our city um and so it does bring a lot of tourists to town and we do have so the city has been very much behind it which has been great um, to help help encourage it and we do it on a sunday because there's shutting down the streets yeah the businesses are closed so we you know we have a few churches but but other than that you know it's, it's less of an inconvenience shutting down the streets on a sunday here versus yeah. any other day of the week what i've seen think- with our participants is um they're young uh, what's the percentage of uh, 20 to 58 percent of our runners were female 20 to 30 years old wow, wow. congratulations That's, so there's more there was an overall there was majority females versus males so that's in amazing marathon it was 67 percent female in wow. marathon it was about 67 percent male um but yeah. the growth in in this country has been the half marathon young females that's become kind of a bucket list item and so and of course we're a university town which makes that a little bit easier yeah. but i think yeah. they've been very uh good at putting pictures on social media which has helped our yeah. you know yeah. Yeah. free marketing yeah i like it <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's an incredible achievement you can take your picture you know you yeah. may notice there's a long line of particularly females wanting to take their picture with their medal at the finish yeah yeah it's it's, it's amazing they were amazing medals too yeah one of the things i noticed about our finish this year is that uh there were quite a few parents coming to, to watch their kids uh either run the half marathon the first time or the marathon the first time oh okay can we spoke to some yeah yeah some yeah, of the finishers parents were. but generally you know that's quite interesting to to know you know it seems that it's um you know, it used to be just a 10k was 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 uh, hard enough but now it's a half marathon and beyond isn't it it's um brilliant one you know one of the other questions i've got just in terms of you know as a race director the maybe perhaps maybe not as much for for you guys but for us it was hugely humid and and quite warm in the morning and you know I'd imagine there was a little bit of sweat on your heads, just you know, hoping that there's enough water stations out there. So are the athletes going to be okay? You know, how do you, as a race director, kind of deal and approach that, or is that you know, I'm sure you've already got contingency plans and things like that. Was was that was was everything in that front okay from your end? And you know, it's, we had, um, I mean, we were obviously watching the weather very closely. Um, yeah. There's two parts to that question. Uh, if it rains, we're more worried about our volunteers on the course. Ah, of course. Yeah. Um, if, it's, if it's cold, um, you know, obviously it's better for the runners. But February yeah. in Tallahassee, you can flip a coin. It can be 80 degrees and it can be 30 degrees. And, yeah. You know, we can't control that. We do. Yeah look at our numbers of runners and then we have data of you know how much water we went through last year how much gatorade and we adjust that accordingly and then if it's if we we have records of what the temperature was each year so we use that data i mean we had more water on the course this year than last year per runner because of the yeah. heat and the gator i mean that's the main thing and we had a couple more ambulances we did we did have three or four people that ended up in the hospital um the race yeah, but just, most of them were heat related yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. It was, that was a warm day in the history of that race yeah one of the things we, <laughs> we did not train for that <laughs> you can't over here we had a uh, really great uh, coordinator alan cox of our um the crew of men who put our uh set up our aid stations and one of the things they did this year, 
uh, knowing that it was going to be a warm day, is that as soon as the runners passed aid station one, which is right around mile two, they went right behind the last finisher and picked up the excess water and the excess goose and things like that. And then they transitioned them. Um, they did the same thing with water stop two and then water stop three. And then what they did is they parked themselves in a sort of central area. And we had already alerted all of our aid stations, like, call us. If you think you're getting low, call us. And we were, um, they were able to um, sort of have a rapid reaction to putting okay. more goose and things like that at, at different aid stations so yeah that's that's brilliant and we have ice this year um out on the marathon course which we didn't need last year um yeah and um, we had uh last year and this year both we started having a medical director on site which was yeah. pretty important and then um as it turns out we did have a number of cases of dehydration and and heat um, related illnesses and so we were able to react really quickly to those incidents and then we had someone who had a stress fracture and ended up with a broken fibula but, right. uh, oh dear that's um i mean you know it was clearly a, a day of of uh, attrition for certainly for for me anyway i was um battling yeah i think i went off quite hard and and i was like why am i going so fast this can be a warm day i could feel my my my, my foot squelching i thought i'm sweating at 5k in the race oh no um but I, I think it was get. I was in like fourth place. It was about a mile and a half to go, and the guy he was leading, or slowly, he was he dropped. He kept dropping back in the marathon. So I was, I was a mess by the end of it. Just a sweaty, hot mess. <laughs> but uh, you, you, you were okay, weren't you? You, you know, you just eased in. Oh, I mean, I came up for any harder. Maybe could have made it up if I had. Yeah, no. Yeah. I was glad I had a nice little window ahead and behind me. I didn't have to fight. I just happily. Exactly. <laughs> well, you know, I heard it was it was twenty degrees cooler a week later. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah. is it? <laughs> <laughs> it was. It's good because you you know I feel like I've got um, a reason why my time is a lot slower than the the previous years. So uh, <laughs> always good to have an excuse, isn't it? But um, keeps blaming his dad, bro. <laughs> so so from you know from the you know the Tallahassee point of view that the marathon um it's a clear success and you know just exactly what you say is such a well-organized event um in all fronts and the support that you get you know not only from the runners but the volunteers and the community the committee um like you know what's the what are some of the changes or considerations for the the sort of near and, and long term. Is, is there anything that you, you feel can can be better or, or changed or improved or what's uh, what's that from your end? Or maybe you haven't even done a debrief yet. Who knows? But <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we we were uh, one of the committee members and myself were out running the course yesterday. We're we're constantly looking at you know how can we adjust it or tweak that course a little bit to make it particularly safer. There's a couple of intersections that we worry about particularly. Um, and so we're always looking at, at that. Yeah. There's a lot of construction going on. The, the tunnel that you ran through at 24 and a half miles surprised us. It was torn up and completely boarded up a week before. Wow. We had certified the whole marathon course because of that and we we got them to open it up but yeah like that oh. you don't predict uh, stress behind the scenes yeah uh, so I mean, we're only uh, looking at you know like there's some major construction going on right there that we may have to adjust that part of the course i mean it won't be yeah. huge but we're, we're, we're constantly having to to look at that yeah oh brilliant that's uh well fingers crossed i'm sure there'll be yeah, uh, you know, hopefully no, no, no more or any sleepless nights from from your end. You know, as race directors ourselves, generally a lower number of people in in ultras, we uh, have many sleepless nights, don't we? Sometimes, but uh, oh, oh, good. But so not like um, it's yeah, it's been brilliant to chat to you, and like you know, we just really wanted to get you on just to more for for us to you know for for us as well to say hello and what's your secrets and uh and and you know um give, give the listeners 
Yeah, just finding good people to make a committee as opposed to trying to do it all individually. I think it's the key yeah. to success. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, no, I think it's definitely going to be, you know, which hugely beneficial for, you know, runners uh, in Scotland who may want to take part in the Tallahassee Marathon. And, you know, we keep harping on about it and, you know, we've got the the race directors on to to talk about it and and um, and also just for organizers in in Scotland and club you know club members to say look you can organize some fantastic races if you've got the support around you and uh, and you, you know amazing race directors and great events so no thank you so much for for coming on the show uh brilliant so well maybe awesome. we'll come out to one of your races yeah <laughs> you, are, are you both um are you both still competing then obviously you 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 were running uh, yeah okay and what's uh like you know what's your kind of go-to distances just now i just finished a year and a half ago running a marathon in all 50 states so that was my that's huge oh amazing Brandon with us oh i see she went on this from the start that's incredible what's that wow that's amazing well done so it, it's been my excuse to travel and compete, so yes. Where's your favorite state? Tallahassee. They're it? all different. They're all different. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Bonnie, but what about yourself? Um, I'm a pretty average runner. Um, so I, I run primarily 5Ks and 10Ks. I've run a couple marathons, three marathons, and I've done two Ironmans. But uh, I, I'd much rather would be a distance open water swimmer. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a bit like you, eh? Uh, <laughs> I'm sure, yeah, there's a bit of a mirror image uh, here. You know, I do the, the marathon. Did you do any ultras or anything? Or... I've done two two ultras. Yeah. That's okay. to the marathon. I've also done a few Ironman. Yeah, okay. I saw a few uh, um, dot tattoos that we... Um, Ironman tattoos on the on the race course. So you had a few Ironman finishers doing your race. Yeah, there there was one of the aid stations that is our local triathlon club. It's early in the race. They're probably very loud, but they were all triathletes at that aid station. Amazing. Yeah. It was um, yeah. aid station one right as you turned off um, Monroe Street. In the mile. Okay. Right. Yep. Mile and a half. Yeah, mile two actually. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, it's, uh, oh, well, I haven't done an Ironman, so <laughs> I'm the odd one out in that respect. But uh, no, there's, uh, we, well, obviously, if you ever do come to Scotland and, you know, we, we do all organise an ultra, Murray Way Ultra series up in whiskey country in Murray. So, uh, yeah, feel free to yeah let us know and hopefully see you taking part in one of them. So, uh, but yeah, you know, until the next time, we'll hopefully see you again. And uh, yeah. It's been Anytime. great to catch up. Thank you, Carl. Thank you, Debbie. It was thank so great to have you at the Tallahassee Marathon. Yes. Thanks. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for having <laughs> us again. We love it. Brilliant. Yeah. All, right. All right. Cheers. Cheers. All right. Thank you so much, guys, for coming on the show. It was great to have you on. And, uh, you know, not only will I'm sure at some point we'll be back, but I'm sure some of the Scottish runners may or may not come along and, and take part in Tal the Tallahassee Marathon. So thanks again. So Debbie, um, you know, you're Tom or Lewis, well, you're not, you're, that's not who you are, but you're the co-host. So you kind of have to kind of help me uh, read some of these results because, um, you know, it takes me a while to, to get through them all. But we're, what, I talk, what I mean by the results is the National Cross Country Championships Many listeners will have taken part in this elusive event, probably, in my opinion, the, the pinnacle national championships when it comes to running. Um, it brings all different runners into you know, one field, from track runners to ultra runners to, uh, what else? Well, cross-country runners, I suppose. Um, you know, you've got all, all different types of runners taking part. And uh, in, in various distances within those, those events as well. So um, we'll go for the senior men because we're going to tee up uh, the winner of, of the National Cross Country Championships, Natasha, in a, in a minute or so. 
it was it was quite a clear cut victory for for Jamie Crow of Central AC. Um, he's been on the show a couple of times now. I don't know how the race unfolded, but uh, yeah, there's really not much I can say about how it went to be honest. But yeah, I, the only thing I'll say is I, I did notice uh, one of the local guys. Uh, he went off maybe like a welly actually. <laughs> just a just a, a guy I called runner. Uh, Clearly wasn't going to win the race, but this thought it'd be funny to run a mile hard. And <laughs> 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 so uh, yeah, hats off to you, but uh, yeah, I kind of mind your name, but uh, <laughs> I don't think I don't know. Him he, the welly. I don't know if he made the top hundred or two hundred. Who knows? But uh, yeah, cracking. I think Jamie gave him a wee, a wee, a wee, uh, a wee high five in the way past as he went past him. But uh, another good result was Scott Sterling, who's been having a, a stellar career recently, uh, a 28-minute 10K uh, on the roads earlier this year. So, yeah, 20, less than 20 seconds behind Jamie on the 10K course of 31.49. And uh, Ben Patrikas, who from Hoover Clyde AC, who's been on the show as well. So uh, a good run from, from Ben for getting the, the bronze at the Scottish Championships. Uh, so obviously, like I mean, you look at the top fifty of the races. There's some incredible depth in there, and you know, to the top thirty, half of them have been national champions or podium in the national districts. Uh, the the quality of the fields, fantastic, and and you know that goes to the the male and the female too. So, uh, yeah, well done to everyone taking part in the senior men's race as well. I don't actually know how many people. Were, I think about 660 runners, uh, senior male, were, were, were running um, or finished. I'm sure there was more entered, but uh, yeah, good, good result there from, from the men there. Uh, so the, the female side of things, um, we had... It's under 20. Oh, that's under 20. Where the hell did it go? Oh, here it is. Uh, so I'll go from, from third downwards. So Scout Atkin, the last year's national champion... National Cross Country Champion, uh, she got the bronze in 36.46 uh, and Nancy pipped her at the post, uh, Nancy Scott in 36.37 and the National Cross Country Champion goes to Alice Goodall who we had the pleasure of, uh, well I had the pleasure of talking to about an hour ago uh, for a few minutes so without further ado here is Alice Goodall. Than now, yeah, brilliant, Alice. Thank you for coming on Tartan Running Shorts. This is, um, I think this is like your second time on the second show time. now. Right? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And and I think usually we like we say, oh, it would be great to get you back. But I mean, what a what an amazing year you've had so far. Like you know, oh, you had Valencia, you. then you had um this the World Unis Championship Cross Country Championships, yeah. <laughs> and now to add to that collection, you're now the Scottish Cross Country Champion. It's uh. It's amazing. So, like, yeah, yeah. thanks for coming to the show. Um, we, oh, no, we, thank we, you for having me on. We were just chatting just offline there. Um, you, you, you don't half get around the, the world in the last <laughs> kind of few weeks. So, like, t- you know, tell the listeners what, you know, like, where you are right now and yeah. you know, what the yeah. last few so, weeks has been like. Yeah, I mean, at the moment, um, I'm in Girona, so I'm in Spain. Yeah. Um, okay. it's, yeah. Unfortunately, it's actually raining here at the moment. I feel like I brought the bad weather with me, which is a bit of a shame. Oh. But <laughs> the rest of the week is looking good. The rest of the week looks like good kind of 18, 19 degrees, which is what I was looking yeah. for. Because, um, yeah, okay. I was in Oman, obviously, for the, the World Genie Champs yeah. uh, last week. And that yeah. was just a little bit too hot, I have to say. Yeah. I know okay. that's a kind of cla- classic British thing to complain about it when it's too cold yeah. or when it's too co- hot. But, um, yeah, running in 30 degree heat, it really is not fun. Oh, <laughs> Especially when you're a Scot, it's really yeah. just, like, disgusting. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, Amazing. but... Yeah, kind yeah. of all over the place at the moment. <laughs> oh well, I mean, yeah, I mean, wherever you're going, you're you're bringing the, the you're certainly bringing in the glory. So it's it's brilliant to see. Um, I mean, you know, just on the note of the world, um, the world university cross country championships. Just so that in case the listeners aren't aware, if you aren't, then you're certainly under some sort of rock somewhere, and and wherever you are, uh, a silver medal, a silver medal at the a world championships, like. 
I mean, yeah. <laughs> what's that yeah, like? You know, how's that it's, for it's you? It's pretty cool. I mean, yeah. I guess it's tricky with the World Unis. Like, um, not all countries can bring teams, so it's kind mm. of like it's not a, it's not exactly like a full world team. But um, I was still pretty pretty buzzing oh, to come away yeah. second. I think considering the conditions, and yeah. I really went in just being like, I just don't want to get heat stroke. So <laughs> to come away oh, with no. some silverware was definitely a, a nice bonus. And then we got the team um, gold as well, which was really nice because like, oh, that's amazing. The, yeah. yeah, the the group out there were just incredible they were such a lovely group of people um so it was really nice to kind of end on such a high I think everyone went away from those champs just really happy with their performances which is actually really rare when it comes to like big kind of world and European um races just because you know when you've got kind of so many athletes really trying to run their best it's often hard for us all to to achieve that so it was so nice that um yeah the whole team just was really happy yeah. with how they ran so it was a good it was a very good time that's that's amazing and you know and obviously like you know you've gone from the the hot weather you know probably a hard surface from what I yeah. read on, on you know you, you it was more of a road to kind it of was, race well yeah, it was definitely, I would say, I back the fact that I wore road shoes because um, everyone that wore spikes had yeah. basically filed them down by the end of the race. But there were so <laughs> many bends in the course because it was like a lapped course and they basically made it like a 1600 metre. Well, that is tight. Um, yeah. Essentially. And so there were so many different bends you had to go around so every single time I was taking it so wide um just because I kept feeling like I was gonna like tip over because obviously carbon (laughs) shoes give you that stack height Um, yeah yeah, of course so yeah not great for cornering but uh, I definitely saved the legs the next day because I don't think I could have run in spikes yeah had functioning functioning calves the next day so that's amazing and and you know you saved your legs because it, it was a week later, wasn't it? Is that right? Yeah, week, it was uh, six later. days later, so it was huh. a tight turnaround. Considering it was a good, all the and everything. A, you know, maybe if uh, maybe if you wore your spikes, you would have. You know, it'd have been a lot harder at the weekend. Yeah, and, I reckon I would have been you, bits. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you've you've jetted back to sunny Falkirk, which uh, I, yeah. I hear the weather was great. It, wasn't it was too stunning. Bad, it was stunning yeah. until the start of the senior women's race, and suddenly the clouds came in, and I was oh, like, "Oh well, no!" This is great. <laughs> Everyone was like, "Oh, it's going to start raining." I was like, "Don't tell me that." <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you know, how did that go for you then? Like, obviously, you, you got the win. Um, you know, yeah. how did the race play out for you? I mean, I really went in with. I had no clue how it was going to go. I didn't yeah. really know how fresh I was going to feel. I had done a run on the Thursday as a bit of a kind of like, I, I guess I can shake out. Yeah, we shake out kind of like yeah. shake out and stride sort of thing. And I can't lie, my legs felt awful. Like I felt oh. horrendous. <laughs> and I really was kind of uh-huh. questioning whether or not I should do the race. Um, yeah. Like me and my coach had kind of been kind of like, oh, is that a good idea? Is it just going to be too much with all the travel and everything? But yeah. I've always... I also love Scottish Nationals. I just think it's a really fun event. Um, again, I think I, we kind of knew as a team, Edinburgh AC knew that like we'd have a really strong women's team. Yeah, so I was like, of course. you know, kind of you've got to do the you've got to do for the team as well. Um, yeah. And I really love the course. So I just, yeah, try to be as fresh as possible for the day. Um, and I think it, it worked out quite nicely. The first lap was super chilled. Um, yeah. I just sort of sat with Scout. And then on the second lap, um, we kind of picked up the pace a wee bit and I I felt quite good so I just sort of kept going kept with it um I knew she's like she's an incredible mountain runner obviously so I yeah. knew she'd have all the strength on the hills so I just really tried to work the flat bits um okay. so yeah I, I just put in a bit of a shift on the second lap and then the third one was just you just got to hold on um, people were kind of yes. shouting things at me and I wasn't too sure what they were saying if it was like they're 30 meters behind you they're 30 seconds behind you I had no yeah. clue what was going oh, on no. I was just like I just keep going <laughs> um and I was get I was like passing by a few of the the lapped runners and it was really nice actually you know they're all kind of like go on you're doing great sort of thing and it's yeah yeah it's really motivational especially the last little uphill at the end before you kind of go back down and into the home straight it was like 
really horrible I was literally kind of like felt like I was walking up a bit and oh, they were God. all like go on you're almost there so it, yeah <laughs> super motivational stuff yeah love that's it. brilliant you get at the national champs as well you always have such a good support oh, you know throughout the course and crowd. Uh, yeah I, I was sad to miss it this year but you know I'm I'm hearing some great feedback from the course and the competitors yeah. and, no, it and was, whatnot it was really so. good it was really amazing amazing so yeah I mean you you know you're you, you you know the last couple of years has been an amazing you know their uh, progression for you and um you know just to top off the, the the year so far you you had Valencia 10k yeah you got a super time there as well uh 3209 was it you, you ran there yeah 32 yeah. it was it's funny I don't really understand if you if you can call it chip time or if it's gun time or what um yeah so I think my gun time was 3208 I think my chip time's like 3204 so oh, oh I'd yeah, said go for it definitely go for the chip because <laughs> you know that's yeah uh, yeah, I definitely. Yeah. I mean, I was a wee bit further back in my kind of uh, yeah. wave, so yeah, I'll, I'll take I'll take the extra. Yeah, that's that's amazing. <laughs> what a, what a time, and you know that that's that's kind of rocketed you into the. Is it the top? It's certainly the top ten all time. Uh, yeah, in, in, I'm not in, entirely sure. Um, yeah, I think there was a lot of fast times around that day. Obviously, yeah. Megan and um, Jess ran incredible times as well. So and Abby, that's... so. Yeah, it was kind of like, it was an incredible day for the Brits, really. Yeah, it is, yeah. yeah. And I mean, I mean, talking, you know, from an incredible day, hopefully, you know, an incredible year so far for you. Um, you know, what's the, what is the plan for, for Alice Goodall for the next sort of short term uh, later in the year? Have you got any, yeah. have you had a chat about that yet or are you? Um, Honestly, I think we're just going to kind of see how the rest of the cross-country season goes. I say rest, yeah, there's like yeah. one more race, it's in the <laughs> counties, which um, I've Gross. actually never done before. So, you know, right, it's, okay. a, it's a first, so there we yeah. go. Um, yeah. So it should be good. Apparently Nottingham's a really fun course. So, yeah, yeah looking forward to that and then um, kind of see how that plays out. You know, there's there is the kind of potential chance of world cross country like I'd never say never it's it's going to yeah. be a hard ask um being a senior women's team and obviously the English girls are just absolutely smashing cross country at the moment so yeah yeah okay. kind of have to wait to see who turns up sort of thing uh, and then see how I just, fare but I think yeah. I stand a you know a decent enough chance based off of kind of current form just, so absolutely yeah so when, when's, in, when's in the counties then is that that's on the Ninth of March. Ninth, okay. So, yeah. yeah, got kind so of a little a bit weeks. of time. Yeah. Yeah, just to get shake out the the Falkirk dubs from your yeah, legs. Yeah, shake out the doms a wee bit. So yeah, that's oh. kind of the that's the plan for now, and then after that, um, do a little bit track, then go into yeah. the mountains again. Um, try oh, and nice. separate my season out a little bit better this year because I think last yeah. year I basically went track mountain track mountain, and I think this year I need to just like focus a bit more on one yeah. and then focus a bit more on the other um yeah. Okay. so yeah hoping to kind of do some of the um the like it's the world cup races that um yeah. the, the world mountain running association yeah yeah the one mm -hmm. that like scouts uh mm -hmm. scout does um because they just look amazing you get to go yeah. to really cool places and oh. they're always like really just like fun really well organized yeah. at the end of the day as well um like a little bit chaotic, but also just like a great time. Yeah, so, I've done yeah, a couple of uh, I've done a couple of those um, like Trophy of Venoni and like yeah. I mean I don't think it's a World Cup one, but the the Europeans just know they know how to a organise a mountain race. Do. Yeah, and they really it's, do. <laughs> it's such a like the crowds as well in some of them. Like you just think I think because it's always we... held in like these little towns and yeah. people just absolutely love it. So. <laughs> it's I'm really uh, looking forward to that as a kind yeah. of, yeah, like half, the other half of my season, I guess, is going to be mountains. So, yeah, yeah, okay. it should be good fun. And, and finally, are, are you still studying at the moment? And what's, no, so I, I graduated last year from Oh, MBA, congratulations. So it's, yeah, yeah it's how it, it's kind of weird because everyone's like, oh, at like World Junior Champs, they were like, oh, what yeah. are you studying? And I was like, I've actually graduated, but you're <laughs> eligible one year out just because the way it works. Yeah, so, like yeah. the uni champs are every second year so i guess every other year you have to have an option of being able to do it so yeah um yeah, yeah you're eligible one year out so okay uh which right. was quite nice um, so this is a great opportunity for you just to you know 
just have a I don't know what your plans are career-wise yeah. but uh, you know yeah, from a running just, perspective yeah kind of take the year to figure out exactly what I want to do like career-wise yeah. but also yeah do the running go to cool yeah. places that's kind of oh, that's how I'm, I'm working at the moment I mean, it sounds all, you know, great, oh, but I mean, obviously, you, you know, we talked previously about your training. I'm not going to go into that just now, but, you know, you, you still have to put in the work, don't you? So, yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> and I have, a, I have such an incredible support system in Edinburgh. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, like it's, it's, yeah, it's really good. I think I, I tell people all the time, like, yeah, the, the running in Edinburgh is great. You know, like you've got the trails, you've got the roads, you've got the, the track now, yeah. essentially. Um, so. and yeah, the kind of the ERA, which I'm, I'm with, which is like the Edinburgh Endurance Academy just, yeah, yeah it's really good. So it's great. Yeah. Well, Alice, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's, uh, you know, did say just a few minutes because uh, I'm aware you're you, you literally caught you off guard and thanks oh, for like grand, just jumping on the podcast. It's uh, it's, it's you know you just a, a lot of listeners will be so inspired by you know just hearing from you and your successes and uh, I'm yeah looking forward to seeing how things go later in the year and uh, yeah. all the best and thank enjoy, you so much. Enjoy being being away for a few days and yeah, uh, hopefully hoping get that some the weather sun. will improve. That's what I'm, <laughs> I'm here for. It's some sun and warmth. <laughs> Brilliant. Right, thanks right, thank for that, you Alice. so much for having me. Take care. See you later. Bye bye. Bye. Thanks again for coming on the show, Alice. Uh, this is your second time on the show now, so yeah, uh, and yeah, good luck for the the future season. You've you've you certainly got a, a, a exciting season ahead based on your recent performances. So awesome. So Debbie, back to you. Um, you know, I think we're <laughs> without without Lewis or, or Tom. Uh, you know, talking all the other things about running, we're probably dragging up here because <laughs> I don't really you know. I'm, following much at all on social media <laughs> um, I mean yeah where do we go you want to add anything or do you want to just was well, there just... not some controversy with the indoor the indoor what <laughs> selection <laughs> I don't know what, what controversy someone didn't get chosen many people didn't get chosen for the world champion <laughs> go and pause it so I can get the name was it not Guy Learmoth yeah. yeah I think it was yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I don't, I mean, how do you feel about that Kyle I've got no idea because I don't know why he wasn't chosen or... I think that's, that's the <laughs> issue I don't think he knows why he wasn't chosen yeah I mean I've, I think there was an article about it but without me really going into my opinion there's no point in me providing an opinion because I don't really have the facts oh, in Aye, well, I mean, it was, it was British, British athletics, not, not the, oh. the Scottish athletics since it's uh, the World Indoor Championships. But, I mean, that's a great transition. Thanks. The World Indoor Championships are going to be taking place this weekend. This weekend, folks, uh, in, in Glasgow, in the Emirates Arena, the World Indoor Championships and World Championships coming to Scotland in athletics, which is exciting. Um, Did Lewis get tickets? I don't know. I haven't spoken to him because he's been poorly. So uh, yeah, well, maybe. Uh, but what what we I don't actually. I'm just trying to find out the representation. But we do know that uh, Laura Muir and Josh Kerr will be uh, taking uh, or will be competing. So it'll be it'll be great to see how how they get on. Um, I, other than that, you know, I haven't done my research, folks. Hence why uh, you know Lewis and, and Tom are. They've bowed out, uh, but let me have a look while you fill in a gap, Debbie, if you can. Um, how's everyone's training? <laughs> how's everyone's It's a podcast. <laughs> they don't talk back to you. <laughs> it was promised this would be 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, you were, weren't you? I, I mean, like, yeah, okay, anyway. I'm really no hungry. <laughs> there's no point in having a look, so I can't really find anything um, on it. Oh, there we go, that might, that might help us. Uh, Scottish trio. So there's two people I've mentioned, Lauren Muir, Josh Kerr, and of course Gemma Riki, who is in amazing shape as well. Um, I, I mean, that, all three of those, all three of those athletes have got a real chance to to perform, you know, to podium in my eyes. I mean, Gemma's run a one fifty eight uh, recently. 
obviously Laura just ran an eight thirty odd uh, for the three k. So I think um, I think it's going to be really yeah. Obviously Josh's two minor world indoor record as well. No, I just typed that in. You did. You typed that in. Well done. Thanks. Is that for me or is that for you too? I was going to talk about well, it. We'll talk about it then. I was going to tell you to talk about it. Ah, okay. We'll just talk about it. That's how podcasts work. Okay. Um. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, Josh is... That was going to be my segue. Segue. You notice Kyle always says the word segue. <laughs> so what's your predictions then? Uh, you've got Laura, you've got Josh, and you've got um, Gemma. What's, how do you think they're going to perform? So Josh is doing the... He's now doing... I think he's moved up to the 3K now. He was going to be doing the 1500, but he's now doing the 3K. Laura's doing the 15... Or is she doing the 3K? I don't know. I think she might be doing the 3K. Um... And I would imagine uh, Gemma's going to be doing the, um, she'll be doing the 800 meters. So, what are you thinking then? What are you thinking? Uh, what are you thinking? Did Gemma? Josh not do a really good half semi recently? So he's got endurance, and I'm kind of don't know how he trains because I watched the athlete special on YouTube <laughs> so on the bike in the garage. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I've had an insight into his training with the Brooks Beasts. <laughs> um, and it was, it's, there's quite a lot of mileage in that. So I think the 3K, he'll be great. And it's on, on home soil. So I think he'll, don't ask times. I don't know what a quick 3K time is. I mean, Gemma's run a 115, uh, which is a world leading championship record for, uh, was it British she did it? Ah. Um, and Laura's obviously, you know, she's in decent form too. So I you know it'd be great if they can all medal. That'd be that'd be icing on the cake for me. Um, I think Laura's got fire in her belly yeah. after um, not doing as well as she's hoped in the last couple. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there you go. It'd be good to, to see how things pan out. And if anyone has got uh, tickets and are going to view it, yeah, well, jealous. Uh, I hope you enjoy them. But you're going to wear your tartan running shorts. I'll wear my tartan running shorts. No, I'm asking if they'll wear it oh, and then they, they can take a picture. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, if anyone's going, get your tartan running shorts on and get some selfies and, and you know, let us know in, in our social media, yeah, Facebook, we've got Instagram, we've got Twitter. If you want to email us, you can email us at tartanrunningshorts at gmail.com. And uh, I think that's probably a great time to wrap it up. But before I wrap it up, I must thank Debbie for literally giving you about 10 minutes notice to jump on. I apologise, everyone, I'm sorry. So, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I clap for this really being your first time co-hosting the show, I think, is that? Have you yeah, hosted? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> first and last time, maybe. Yep. <laughs> uh, Look, there's a spell on the sick world. It always... Nobody, nobody can see what you're seeing just now. Um, Scottish running, hashtag picked. Anyway, right, well that's been about half an hour of us rambling, plus we've got a couple of interviews, so uh, thanks again folks for listening to the show, we'll be resuming back to normal next week, and uh, yeah, have a great few days, whatever you're doing, I hope you get out for your long runs, if you're training for the marathon, and uh, yeah, speak to you all later, here's Ali McIver. Thanks everyone. Bye.